0: Every day, elevate, every day, elevate, every day. Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. Welcome to Take the Elevator, middle of the week. Middle of the month, middle of the week. Mm, Not quite the middle, but
1: getting close. Almost. Almost. A couple more days, we'll be at the middle. So Jen. I wanted to talk about a couple of things tonight. And and I say tonight because we're recording on a Tuesday night for Wednesday morning. And <clears throat> excuse me, I thought of something that I know a lot of people are beginning to think, but they are kind of hesitant to talk about it. We're approaching a very robust holiday season. And I think, because I'm feeling this way, everyone is terrified of the weight gain that's gonna happen during this season so not
0: if it's already happened
1: well <laughs> <laughs> you have a point but i just have this funny feeling that nobody wants to gain more after a long COVID season and feel like oh my gosh i put on even more weight after that right. so i wanted to address this before the holiday season even, e- even got here and that way, nobody feels bad. Nobody feels pressured to be like, oh, they're talking about weight and it's already Thanksgiving and Christmas time. So we're here. And right now is a good time to get our mindsets right and proper for this coming up holiday season. And I'm just preparing and pre planning for what I'm going to do. You have any thoughts on this? And I see you smiling because she's like,
0: no, why'd you do this? As all the listeners jump off. Uh Before you do that, <laughs> can I just say I have the utmost empathy for those who have gained weight during this time? Um, Because that's exactly where I'm at. And, you know, when I've had these conversations, of course, people say there's no shame in it. Everyone's gained weight. It's just what it is and don't worry you'll get the weight off and i i you know yeah i understand the positive statements in that and of course you don't want people to feel bad but it does feel bad and it's like a year and a half already went by and i didn't want to get on the scale at all i didn't want to get on it and you know who did i mean i know i didn't either (laughs) right and then you get on and you're like holy cow Uh, Here I am. And so, yeah, what you said. So what was the question? What do I think about that? Think
1: about preparing, pre-planning for this up-and-coming holiday season and either throwing in the towel now and saying, you know what? It is what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to have a good time and I'll start at the new year. Or do we want to set up some goalpost lines to say, we're not going past this or, you know what? We, we're we not even going to run this play. We're just going to call it a vegetarian Christmas.
0: Right. Well, I, I can answer for me. And I think anyone who's going at it differently, you do you, boo. Like, you'll figure this out. Here's where I'm at. So two years ago, in a couple of weeks, it'll be exactly two years that I quit smoking. And I did that on purpose in October because, for me, I like to get a head start before the new year. Mm -hmm. Starting something on the new year, for me, has always been a lot of pressure. I'd rather already be into it. Like It's almost that I have a head start. And so that's how I tend to think about this time of year. Because... As we know, a year and a half goes by and you're like, why did I do that? And I guarantee when we overeat during the holidays, we always say on New Year's Eve, why the heck did I do that? Right. And so I just can't go through another one of those moments because it has gotten out of control and I'm actually seven, eight days in my journey and it's not so extreme because I need it to be something I can consistently do, right? So that's... My response to that is everyone figure this out for yourselves, but I'm with you, Corey. We should be planning. We should already be thinking about these things, you know, setting it a time, setting a timeline, um, theme out what's best for you. How do you feel right now is eating more and out of control and just eating everything that tastes good and, and makes you feel good worth it. Some might say, yeah, some might say no. For me, it's a no, because I've had a year and a half of, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm wallowing in my sorrows right now. Right. I'm introvert and I'm stuck at home and I'm going to eat, dang it.
1: Right, right. No, I totally get it. And I remember moments where we were literally stuck at home and just all we could do is really watch TV and eat. And I guess we could have did other things, you know, but it just wasn't what we really wanted to do at the moment. It was like, man, I'm, I'm feeling this pressure Mm -hmm. of being at home and I don't want to be here. And I just
0: want to veg out and go somewhere else. Right. Right. So my thought is here I am again. And for those who know the battle, I call it the battle of the bulge, big girl problems, you know, those kind of things. Um, I have to ask myself, I was on this journey about five years ago. Why is this going to be different? Right. Because, man, it hurts. And it hurts your ego. It hurts your feelings. It really messes with me to know that i did this and i'm here doing it again right no and i totally get oh it. <laughs> it just kills me and i remember when we lost all that weight, and i said i'm never going back right this feels too good i look too good i'm never going back so i am now seven days ago well way way longer than that like what am i going to do differently mm-hmm. how am i going to change the way I'm doing this and maybe I need to look at my goal maybe that's what the issue was you know but either way I totally did a reflection and I learned some things about why this time is different well this time's different because let's face it I'm five years older and so we know as we age these things are very detrimental to our health The things you know When I was chubby in my 20s, it didn't feel that way. It feels bad for me right now. So there's that piece. Um, I'm just taking totally different ways of doing this. For example, I listened to this doctor, and he said, we all have a relationship with food, every one of us. Some people live to eat, others eat to live. And so the way you think about it is, is what I'm eating right now loving me back? Is it going to give me what I need? Is it caring for me? I know it's kind of weird to think of food that way, but when you think about it, and if you're protective over your relationships and who you have in your life, and you understand the safety and the wellness that needs to happen in those areas of your life, if you just look at it that way with food, I feel it it works. Right. Yeah.
1: So I brought this up uh, purposefully. You know me. I like to have that conversation with myself first. Mm -hmm. And I'm really hard on myself. And I'm very brutally honest. I tell myself where you went wrong. And how you could have not went down that road. And how you can get back on the right track. Mm -hmm. And even though it's about. Mm, six months too late (laughs) Mm. is it ever too late i guess not so i thought hmm let's have that conversation with our friends and amongst ourselves so that we can decide if we want to make a change now or you know it's nothing wrong with putting it off until the new year if that's what you want to do and and that's how you do your uh moving forward and growth but I'm planning on starting now. I really want to just jumpstart this thing before the holiday season because I don't want to have no oops days on my mm-hmm. behalf, you know. And Or, mm-hmm. pre- you know, some people prepare to splurge before they even start their journey. Like, uh, yeah, I did. Day one. Okay, tomorrow I have a splurge day. Right. Day two. Tomorrow I have a splurge day. And before you know it, you're just splurging every single right. day. And that's the worst for me. So mm-hmm. I really want to just make a, a very thoughtful effort to get it jump-started right now.
0: I agree. I think that's a a good way to begin anything, you know, jump-start. Um, but again, different, different ways, different methods for people. Absolutely. So uh, for me right now, I'm learning to celebrate that moment instead of thinking about the whole day. Because this is what I did when I quit smoking. I knew that there were going to be minutes and moments where it was going to be a struggle. And I was going to have to walk away and really use um, my inner strength to just say, you don't know, don't do this. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is right now. And I'm not crucifying myself when I have one decision that probably wasn't the best for me. Right because what i would do before is if i had a donut in the morning best believe my whole day was going to be dictated by the fact that i messed up. So i don't look at it that way anymore. In fact, i look at it like this is a win because i'm i still have good choices to make. Right. Yeah. Um and so i So like
1: the the bad choice or the not so good choice in the morning doesn't say Okay, throw in the towel. Right. It's screwed from here. Right. Okay. That's a good way of looking at it.
0: Yeah, it's working for me. And then I'm, you know, doing a little bit of gamification and and that always works for me. And I have to tell you, people link a lot of what they do to their feelings. So I'm learning to re-tweak, if you will, or just learn different ways of thinking about how I feel. So, for example, I want chips and I go for a cucumber instead. Mm-hmm. And I say, man, I love the crunch of this cucumber because everyone who knows me knows I love my crunchy food. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I feel good about this because I don't have inflammation from the salt. My heart rate isn't going a few beats more a minute. right? And so those are the things now that I'm attaching to the feeling I feel good, I feel healthier, uh, and I feel proud of myself for making this choice. I don't like feeling disappointed in myself. I'm just like, you You could do better than this. Mm. You know, you've done this before. And that's the thing I've got to let go of that. Yes, I did, but this time's different. And this time's going to stick, and i got to figure out a way to do this.
1: I really like that. And so that segues us into kind of what I wanted to talk about um, in addition to getting our mindset ready for the holidays. The person that tells you you can't do it. And we all have those people in our lives. Uh huh. I remember when we started our journey the first time, <clears throat> and this was uh, the first time for me in a very long time, like over 20 years. And it seems like every time you start something positive, there's that one person that says, why are you doing this? What do you think you're gonna accomplish? How much weight do you think you're really do gonna Do you say it just like that? Um, some do, some don't. No. Um, but I remember and I and I'll never forget it, and the strangest place I was at was at church and I remember I'd lost like ten pounds and I was feeling great. Yeah. And um, oh, I don't even know no, I probably shouldn't say. But the guy looked at me and he said, Hey man, I see you losing weight. He's like, you know, people try that all the time and they just end up gaining that weight right back. And it wow. just crushed me. And I was like,
0: Ew, how's that for encouragement? Not.
1: Yeah. And and when I say crushed me, it, it yeah. crushed the, the soft shell, but the hard shell was still intact. And it just made me so angry that I got on this drive. that just, and you know where I went. So I just, uh-huh. it, it, I wanted, I wanted to ask you, Uh when you get the naysayers and the haters and the people that tell you you can't and and let's not even make it about food let's make it about everyday life let's make it about work or you know doing something a podcast or you know something like that how do you handle the the haters and the naysayers and we know they got to have jobs they got to have employment so they have work to do but how, how do you handle that
0: that is such a good question, Corey. And I if I had time, I think there's different categories, if you will, of naysayers. They're the ones who are just straight up like how you just describe them, that, mm-hmm. that gentleman. Um and then there's people that will cheer you on in your face and then you hear um later on that behind your back, you know, they were saying, Oh, here she goes again, you know. So I think there's different categories and because of that there can be different ways to react. I think when people um, have been like that in my life, sporadically, and as I'm getting older more commonly, it's usual to have that, unfortunately. Uh, you, it becomes a thing for me, like, I know what ticks back, so I know that I'm not looking for approval from people on this stuff, because my goodness, if I did you know i don't know what we would not do because of that so i also reflect on the fact especially lately that everyone has their own things that they're going through everyone has a past that they're dealing with too um and i know the kind of person that i am in fact um, i just had a conversation with someone and i didn't think that this could be that, but when you have me and the type of person that I am, and typically I'm very cheerful, very over the top, high energy, um, positive thinking, you know, all about morning mindset, wanting to grow and develop and who is able to connect with people easily. And then you have someone throughout life who is not right. And so, that becomes an internal conflict for that person. And so even though they want to like you and cheer you on, you're just someone that they've never been, or you've just, you're someone that I remind people of other people and they may not have had good experiences with those people. Do you know what I'm saying? So I know I'm kind of dancing around this because I think it's more than just what do you do in my heart? I hate that there are naysayers and then my mind says this is okay because this is how you get stronger and I just am like if you're not for me that's okay because I'm gonna do this anyways because I'm not doing it for you so therefore you don't have to be for me Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and do I wish we could all get along? Do I wish that everyone learned how to just celebrate each other's wins and, and support each other's goals and dreams and like high five them when they get there? Absolutely. What a wonderful world that would be. Right. But I just know who to keep close to me. And in time I'm learning that I need to make those wisdom calls or judgment calls. And I know that a lot of people don't like that word, but this is what I mean. You, when you have that feeling that this relationship or friendship probably isn't good. It's okay to walk from that. You know, we've mentioned that before. So my my big dreams, my hope we could all get along and we could just be happy is that those naysayers eventually will be okay with it. But at the end of the day, that doesn't happen. And of course, we wish them well, and you know, I mean, it is what it is. Um, and then I just hold on real close to the people that encourage me, that are good with what I am doing and support it. And for you, Corey, your your band, you know, we know people, and it's great to see people come over and over right to your performances and Absolutely. if they can't go to them they're reaching out saying why they can't be there it's like amazing it's like wow this is what this is so when you experience that level it makes up for the naysayers right so
1: i'm really glad that you addressed that and kind of touched on it i know it was difficult for you danced around a little yeah. bit, yeah but, you know, maybe as we get a little deeper into that at another time, we'll mm-hmm. be able to, you know, delve deeper, get a m- little more granular. But I'm going to just take a perspective from the naysayer point of view, the yeah. hater point of view. I think we've all been in a situation where we had a little bit of jealousy or we had a little bit of how come not me? Why not me? Yeah. When is it my turn? Why does everyone get? And, we you know, we use those definitives.
0: Why does Those ever, absolutes, absolute right? Difinities. I never. They I, always, right?
1: I, mm. I, why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? And I remember as a younger person, I, I would say that, you know, I would see people that were my age in my late twenties, early thirties, like, how do they have a brand new car with rims and sound, and how come <laughs> not me? And and that's where the hater. This would yeah. begin to grow and fester. And then you find yourself just looking at everybody saying, why not me? I want that. I want this. I want that. And so what I learned from that period in my life was that I wasted a whole lot of time watching other people. Mm. I wasted a ton of time being jealous over stuff that I had no business being jealous over. Because truth be told, I don't know what they did to get where they are. Right. Right. Good, bad, or indifferent. Let's talk about the good. They worked really hard. They went to school. They worked really hard. They saved a lot of money and didn't buy anything for a very long time. Let's talk about the bad. Maybe they were into illegal stuff. Maybe they did some, I didn't want to do the illegal stuff. I was terrified to go to jail. So I was like, nah, not going that route. And as far as hard work, I knew how to work hard. I didn't know how to work smart. And and the saying is, work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't understand on, on how to work smarter. And once I acquired that skill set, it just made things so much more beneficial for me. And then the indifferent, it doesn't matter which way someone makes their money, gets their items, uh, lives their lives. It's their life. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not going to appreciate that, I'm going to waste a lot of time. So as a younger person being in that situation of being a naysayer, a hater, I'm just glad that I learned a lesson sooner
0: than later. Right. And to your point in that beautiful point, um, whether or not you're a naysayer or a hater, I think What you just said really hit me because I've been journaling around things that you're talking about where you have people that want to get so involved in your life and put things into it as if you don't have your own life to live. Like I'm just like, what is it about my life that has you so intrigued and so involved when you're not really involved that you've just got to find your way in there and it's not Positive energy, that's for sure. Like, if people have separated, if people have distanced, okay. If you need to have that moment of, rec- you know, uh, reconciling and talking about things because it's been on your, your conscience, you might feel guilty about something and you need to ask for an apology or ask for forgiveness, have that conversation deal with it and then move on so for me though when it becomes so when you have naysayers so these are people just say oh it's not gonna happen or oh here she goes again or you know those kind of people right and then you have people that aren't even naysayers they're just evil doers and i know that sounds like wow what's wrong (laughs) but it's like somebody had an
1: experience
0: (laughs) yeah and when we're saying elevate we're not saying elevate the hate we're seeing elevate all the things that are good. We want to talk about the truth, the good, and the possible. If you don't like someone, don't like them, but you don't have to intentionally cause harm to them or put things on them. And on top of that, speak on things about them to people that are not true. Mm. You know, that right there. Yeah, but
1: unfortunately, those are the things that happen. And I've just opted, instead of getting involved and getting my blood pressure worked up. And
0: <laughs> Yeah, I should probably check mine in yeah, a minute.
1: I just I opt to walk away. And, yeah. you know, I don't believe in what, what people call karma, but I guess that's the best definition to give. But that sucker whatever it is and whatever it's called it it is a double-edged sword and whatever you're putting out it's gonna come back tenfold and i've experienced it i've seen it firsthand so that's why i'm careful
0: mm-hmm. very very careful very very careful because and two i think a lot of the reason why people react guilty is charged honestly is because you think you know the story you think you've connected the dots Mm-mm. it's like you know <laughs> a few days ago we shared about man Tenise right and my best friend said there's got to be a reason there's got to be a reason there's and we just couldn't figure out a logical reason in our heightened state of mind or mine i should say and then after you hear the story you're like oh my goodness
1: so and it was so logical that it was as yeah. simple as Corey did not spell the word right.
0: Exactly. And
1: didn't care to fix it. And like I knew this is the uh the wrong way to spell this, but
0: Yeah, I don't have time to It's the main guy. He's coming Thursday. Yeah.
1: I'll erase it when he leaves, you know. So yeah, it's it's usually those situations when it's that simple that we realize like, I'm wasting time doing yeah. this.
0: Yeah, so when I I think we can pretty much guarantee this. When you think you figured out someone in their lives or their life, you haven't. There's so many pieces that we don't know about. There's so many things that led up to that moment. And then even your interpretation of that moment, was that even accurate? And no one's second-guessing you because you're allowed to see things the way you do. But if you're that person that continually sees the bad in things when there's been proven time and time again of good things that come from that person or, you know, these people like I'd bank on that. Like, you know what I mean? So anyhow, I don't know how we ended up here, but back to eating for the holidays. Hey, if you stress eat (laughs) after you hear this episode, Go ahead and stress eat. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) You're the best, Jen. Aw, well, you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's Elevate. elevate. Every day.